Welcome back to our yarns on our. I'm going to continue on with the chapter from my book, which is actually the third chapter, called Billy. Within two hours, our property was empty of police cars. The ambulance for Billy, who was once lying in our shearing shed, Nick held my hand as we walked towards the house to see the kids. I paused at the bottom of the stairs. Took another deep breath so I could face Robert and Ava. We had no idea yet how or when we were going to pay them about Uncle Billy, but for now, though, it was up the stairs to play mum until the time was right. The kids were watching cartoons as we entered the lounge room. Ava turned her head and saw it was us and came around Ava. Mummy, are you okay? Your eyes are red. I'm fine, darling, as I gave Ava a kiss on the cheek. All I could manage that morning was a cup of strong coffee sitting on the lounge with Robert while Ava was sitting on my lap watching TV. After a little while, Nick entered the room. Alice just spoke to Mum and Dad, and they're coming over for a visit with a wink. Both kids yelled, yes! I knew Nick organised it so we could visit my parents about Billy. I told the detective that I would deliver the news to my parents. Nick's parents, Bob and Jill Pearce, were in the late 60s, enjoying their retirement from the sheep station, doing things they could never do before. They actually lived in... Black Springs now, just around the corner from the Gem Cafe. By the time Bob and Jill arrived, Nick and I were waiting out the front to save talking in front of the kids. Through tears again, I managed to tell them what happened for the third time this morning. It didn't get any easier. A big hug from Jill. And we set off to the Lagoon Retirement Village to see my parents, Jack and Claire Donovan, both in their early 70s. I grew up in a family of four, my parents, Billy and me, in a country town called Glenmire. The town had a small population with Johnny's General Store that, that supplied basic grocery needs. The one and only cafe, Auntie May's, was attached to the General Store looking after the locals and the occasional tourist. My parents, with Uncle Mark and Auntie Shirley, Shirley ran a produce, store, a supply, produce supply store on our 10-acre farm that sold bales of hay and all sorts of grains. I can still picture the large timber sign. Donovan's Produce, 245 Mercedes Road, Glanmire. Uncle Mark and Aunt Shirley only lived five minutes away on Glanmire Lane that ran behind Glanmire Community Hall. That was hardly used when we were kids. Billy and I had pretty good childhood growing up on the farm. Our school was a 20 minute school bus right away to Mount Peel, Cathedral Catholic private school that went from kindy to year 12. The school had 200 students. Mount Peel was the largest town with a variety of different shops, post offices and a bustling cafes. As kids, Billy and I loved playing the pinball games at the corner shop opposite school. Sometimes if our mum picked us up, we would wait in the corner shop called the gallery which was originally an art gallery in his previous life. The shop was all white, with the ping ball games along the back wall, and the front counter was an L shape with glass fronts, displaying all different types of lollies, and the shelf along the back wall behind the counter showed all different kinds of flavours you could buy from milkshakes. Behind the front counter and the pinball games were tables and chairs. Mum would buy a mixed bag of lollies for our trip home. Those were good days. We approached the lagoon 
which was a country town designed for retirees to live in a luxury retirement village, surrounded by picturesque scenery. Mum and Dad's place had two bedrooms, kitchen, dining area, bathroom and laundry was off the kitchen. They brought it straight off the design plans six years ago now. They loved it here in the close-knit community. Nick pulls into the visitor's car park spot next to their car spot with number 47 on the garage door. My stomach is full of butterflies as I walk from the car to the front door. Nick by my side, my hands shaking as I press the doorbell and the sound of footsteps coming down the hall. The door opens and my mum, Claire, all smiles until she sees my face. Alice dear, what's wrong? You better come in. You too, Nick. Thanks, Mum. My parents' home was always neat and clean with lots of photo frames everywhere and the odd ornament. We followed my mum into the lounge room where my dad, Jack, was sitting on the corner lounge doing the crossword puzzle. He did this most mornings as part of his routine. Mum, morning, Dad, Nick and I said in unison. We did that sometimes. Hey, guys, what brings you both here on a weekday? The grandkids okay? replied my dad. I nervously looked over at, at Nick. He was standing near the kitchen table, but no answer there. My mum my started looking worried as she sat next to my dad and held his hand. I took a big gulp of air. Mum, dad, early this morning at the sleep at the sheep station. I heard a noise and went to investigate as Nick was out cold snoring. I didn't want any more sheep stolen, so I took both the dogs and walked towards the shearing shed. As that's where I thought the noise was coming from when I noticed the door had been forced open. With my torch and the dogs, I ventured inside for a look, only to trip over by something on the floor. And when I shone the torch to find out what it was, it was Billy. Mum, Dad, Billy was lying dead on the floor. Those last words brought a flood of tears down my cheeks. By now, Nick was beside me holding my hands and my parents' faces were blank, as if what I just told them didn't register. Two long minutes passed before my dad spoke. Alice, so what you're saying is that you found your brother Billy dead in your shearing shed early this morning? I nodded. Holy shit, was my dad's response. And dear God, my Billy, one's voice didn't sound like her for a second as he went on. My dear Alice, you poor thing, I'm finding Billy like that. My poor child. Silence filled the room again until sounds of sobbing echoed down the hallway, out the front door and into the countryside. By the time we left, Mum and Dad agreed to stay with us for a little while so we could grieve as a family and organise Billy's farewell. They would arrive tonight for dinner and stay in our spare room. Now, there was one more stop I needed to do, and that was to visit Billy's place at Foster's Valley. On the 12-minute drive from Mum and Dad's to Billy's place, the countryside was just a blur as I stared out the window. I didn't even register Nick was on the phone until he hung up and spoke to me. Alice, dear, I just spoke to my mum, and the kids are all fine and enjoying themselves. Alice, can you hear me, my love? Uh, yes, Nick, kids are fine. We arrived at Billy's. The sign, 1605 Rockley Road. We drove straight up to his two-bedroom, so-called shack on ten acres that Billy got cheap and called home. 
Davy's Creek ran across the back of the property. When I walked up the two front steps I froze. Nick, quick, the front door is open. In one big leap Nick was at the front door. Now Alice, don't touch anything, there might be evidence, he said. As I followed him in. The place had been trashed. The small kitchen drawers were empty and all over the floor. Lounge cushions cut to pieces. Both beds upturned. Billy's chest of drawers also emptied on the floor. It looked like a bomb had hit the place. Billy was never a clean freak, but this was bad. Whoever was looking for something left no stone unturned in doing so. Even the last shed out the back got a work over. Nick, can you call Detective Arnold and let him know what we found here at Billy's place? Then bring your parents back and let them know we'll be a bit longer, please. I sat outside on the front step. Nick beside me waiting on the cavalry to arrive and to make some sense of what of this mess with Billy. The tears started flowing heavy down my face with the sound of birds sounding in Billy's place. And that brings us to the end of another podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. Till next time, be kind to yourself.